Aloha and welcome to another episode of the English 2.0 podcast, the podcast where we take ambitious English students and they become fluent English speakers, global communicators, and real-world English 2.0 performers. My name is Al and thank you so much for downloading and listening today. Today we're going to do audio blog number 17. Now audio blog again is the segment where I take a blog from alsensei.com and put it into audio format here so that people can get the information that don't necessarily read the blog. And today we have got a great topic and the blog post today is called How to Give Your Opinion Version (laughs) 2.0. And so this is actually an update from a blog post I wrote several years ago on how to give your opinion. And this is an updated version to kind of expand on that and give some more examples. And it's a much more thorough, in-depth look at giving your opinion. Now, if you want more information as well, I did a segment called Speaking Skills, and that is Speaking Skills number eight, about giving your opinion. So you can look, uh, go back and download that one as well. But this is going to be a little bit different and it'll add to that one. So you can, I'll link to that as well in the show notes, as well as the original blog post. All right, so we're going to look at that today. Now, before we get into it, I just want to invite you to please make sure you've subscribed to the English 2.0 podcast, either in iTunes or in Apple Podcasts, or wherever you may be listening to this, maybe Spotify, CastBox, or Podcast Addict, or whatever you're using to listen to the podcast, please make sure you're subscribed. And also, please share this with a friend, a classmate, or a colleague and you can tweet it out, you can put it on your Facebook, um, however you are sharing on social media, I really appreciate that. Okay, so let's get to it, because it is a little bit in-depth, and it is a really, really good post, so I'm sure this is going to be a really, really helpful episode. And today, we're going to look at four types of opinions. Now, the original post that I wrote was very simple, uh, so this one is a little bit more in-depth, And the four types of opinions we're going to look at today are called comparison, suggestion, personal belief, and prediction. So we're going to go through those, and then each of those I'm going to kind of explain what it is, and then I'm going to have an example dialogue, and then I'm going to give you an action plan on how you can implement this today in your English expression. All right, so let's get to the post. All right, so a few years ago, I wrote a blog post called How to Give Your Opinion, which showed the basics of sharing your thoughts with others. However, that post was mainly written for a Japanese audience uh, because that's mainly who I was teaching back then. And it was just an introduction to the topic of giving opinions. So today, we're going to look at an update to that post Uh, which shows some new examples, and then I'll introduce some other ways that you can give your opinion. So this is how to give your opinion version 2.0. All right, so again, I mentioned four types. So in the original post, we only did one type, which was very simple, looking at an opinion with an adjective. So, you know, in most cases, when you use an adjective, you're making a subjective statement, or in other words, something that comes from your mind. 
Of course, it's very important to use adjectives in your opinion, but there are some other types. So again, today we're going to look at the comparison, the suggestion, the personal belief, and the prediction. All right. So let's get started first with a with comparisons. All right. So this is actually a form of the adjective opinion that we mentioned earlier. So as the name suggests, we are going to compare two or more things. So if you look at a, a phrase from my original plo- post, it shows an example of this. So let's look at that uh, sentence. So the original sentence was, In my opinion, The Matrix is a very exciting movie. And that's a fine opinion on its own. Okay, So we have, of course, the adjective exciting and movie, uh, two were describing the movie. So now let's compare The Matrix to another movie. How about, uh, say, Die Hard? So here's an example of a comparative opinion. So in my opinion, The Matrix is more exciting than Die Hard. Boom, just like that, you have expressed a very clear opinion. When you compare two things, one will always be more or less than the other, which means you are automatically giving an opinion. Now here's one example um, with a comparison that's not necessarily an opinion. So the example is, the matrix is longer than Die Hard. So because this can be objectively measured by a clock, it is a fact and not an opinion. So as a note, side note, this works if the adjective is subjective. So if the adjective can be proven by an external measurement like a clock, then it is a fact, okay? So, you know, an example like exciting or, you know, cool or terrible, you know, things like that are your subjective thoughts, which means those are opinions. Now, let's look at another comparative opinion using the superlative form. Now, this occurs when you are talking about three or more of something, so you guys remember your superlative forms in English are, uh, well, I'll explain what it is in just a moment. Let me give the example. The example, Lanikai Beach in Hawaii is the most beautiful beach in the world. Okay. So the key adjective there is beautiful. And when you make a statement with a superlative phrase, so again, the superlatives are when you use the phrase the most or the something est, E-S-T, you are making a very clear opinion. Okay, so I use the most beautiful beach in the world. Okay. Uh, now, let's do an example dialogue. Okay, so in this dialogue, we use the characters Allie and Ben. Okay. So Allie starts by saying, I'm thinking of taking a vacation this summer to a nice beach. Have you been to any good beaches? Ben replies, Yes, I've been to quite a few. But in my view... Lanikai Beach in Hawaii is the most beautiful beach in the world. Ali says, Oh, really? Is it better than the beaches in Mexico? Ben, Well, I've only been to Cancun, and I strongly feel that Lanikai is better than Cancun. Okay, so in this dialogue, Ali is asking for Ben's opinion about good beaches for her vacation. So Ben gives her a very clear opinion by making a superlative statement followed by a comparison. So again, you heard him say, Lanikai Beach is the most beautiful beach in the world. And then his second comment was, I strongly feel that Lanikai is better than Cancun. All right. So we have some good examples there. Now, here's your action plan for comparisons. Choose two items 
It could be, you know, movies, books, restaurants, sports, etc. And practice comparing them. Use a variety of adjectives and practice making comparisons until, until you are very comfortable making comparisons. All right? So that is the first type we're looking at today. Next, let's move on to our second type, which is suggestions. Now, a suggestion is a very common type of, of opinion that I'm sure most of us use quite often. To make it simple, it is usually an ad- action that we believe someone should take. It can be for someone else, or it can include yourself as well. So let's take a look at an example. So in this case, let's say Paul is leading a meeting at his company on the topic of cost control. Janet is a colleague who is also attending. Okay, so Paul starts by saying, As you all know, we need to cut some costs here in the department. I'd like to hear some suggestions. What do you think, Janet? Janet says, Well, I think we should stop taking so many business trips. We can just have a video conferences over the internet. Paul, I see. Thank you. So in this example, Janet is clearly making a suggestion by using the phrase, I think we should. So when it comes to cutting costs, there are several possible actions that they could take. This means that Janet's suggestion is only one possible action, and therefore it is her opinion. The other participants might have different suggestions, which would be their own opinions. Now, one note here is that Janet uses we instead of you. So since this is a meeting, any suggestion to cut costs will include everyone, including Janet. Now, let's say that Paul and Janet go out for lunch. When deciding what to order at the restaurant, Janet asks Paul for his suggestions. So let's look at another example dialogue. So Janet starts... I'm not sure what to order for lunch. Do you have any suggestions? Paul replies, Well, I think you should order the chicken sandwich. It's really tasty, and I think you'd like it. Janet, That sounds really good. I think I'll try it. Paul, Great. Again, in this example, Paul could have suggested any item on the menu. It is his own opinion because he chose one item and gave a reason for why he chose it. Now, note in this one, Paul uses you instead of we because he is not included in the suggestion. He is only trying to help Janet. All right, so suggestions are a very common and natural way of sharing your opinion. Try the following action plan to develop your skills. So here's the action plan for suggestions. Think of an important person in your life, a friend, a family member, a coworker, etc., and brainstorm some ways that you could help them. Write down 10 or of your ideas with I think you should or I think we should. And if you feel comfortable, practice sharing them with that person. Awesome. All right, let's move on to number three, personal beliefs. Now, a personal belief is an idea that you hold as an individual. The idea or concept is true to you regardless of other people's beliefs and possibly any other data or evidence. So here's an example. I believe that animals should have the same rights as humans. So in this example, there may not be any immediate or clear way to determine the truth value of this idea. How can we determine whether animals should have the same rights as humans? Well, at the very least, it's not clear without some more thought and research. However, regardless of that, the speaker believes it to be true within himself or herself. This is a personal belief and therefore an opinion. 
So to state a personal belief, of course, you can simply say the phrase, I believe that, and then whatever your belief is. You can adjust the level of strength in your opinion as well. So to make it stronger, you can say, I firmly believe that, or I strongly believe that. Or you can make it weaker. You can say, I kind of believe that, or it seems to me that. Okay? So those will make your uh, belief uh, expression a little weaker. Now let's look at an example conversation with two people who are sharing their personal beliefs. So in this conversation, Melissa and Richard share their views on taxes. So Melissa starts by saying, I hate filing my income taxes. Richard replies, Yeah, but we all have to do it. Melissa, That's true, but I don't think it's right. I believe that we should get to keep all of our salary. Richard, I understand your point, but it seems to me that it's our duty to contribute to society. So as you can see, Melissa and Richard have very different beliefs on income tax, and they're able to share them by stating opinions. All right, so here's your action plan for personal beliefs. So make a list of some important news or political topics that exist in your area. Then take two or three and write down your personal belief about each one. If you feel confident, share it with a good friend or even in the comments section below. So if you're on the website, um, or you can even share in the comment section of your uh, podcast player or site, but share them and yeah, I'll definitely reply. All right, so we're ready to move on to our last type of opinion here, which is prediction. Now, uh, prediction is basically when you make a guess about the future. For example, like guessing what the weather will be like tomorrow or guessing who the next president of the United States will be. So an example would be, in my opinion, uh, Hillary Clinton has a good chance to become the next president. Now, of course, I wrote that a few years ago, so it was a a little more relevant back then. I don't know if she has a good chance uh, from here on out. But, you know, you just fill in her uh, name with any name and you can express who you think has a good chance. Since no one knows what will happen in the future, for sure, there is no way to prove a prediction to be true or false. Therefore, it is an opinion. So here are some other phrases you can use to make a prediction. So, of course, you can use, in my opinion, the way I see it, I predict that. Okay, so here's how it may look in a natural conversation. So here we have Tom and Jen. So Tom starts by saying, Hey, Jen, do you like soccer? Jen replies, Yes, actually, I'm a big fan. I used to play when I was in college. Tom, really? That's great. I'm not sure why it's not that popular to watch in America, though. Jen, well, now that famous players like David Beckham and Thierry Henry are playing in the U.S., I predict that soccer will become more popular here in a few years. Tom, that will be interesting to see. The way I see it, soccer will continue to have a hard time growing in the U.S. because it has to compete against American football and basketball. So in this conversation, we see both Jen and Tom make predictions about the future of soccer in the U.S. Since we don't know what will happen in the future, both predictions are their own opinions. 
So here's your action plan for predictions. Think of a topic that you're interested in. Make a prediction how that topic will change over the next year. Use a phrase we've learned and write down one or two sentences to help express your opinion about it. And, of course, you can share them in the comments below as well. All right, so that's going to wrap up the four types of opinions. And remember, those were comparisons, suggestions, personal beliefs, and predictions. So to wrap up, it is a very valuable skill to be able to share your thoughts and ideas with others. When you make one of the statements above, it is also a good idea to provide a reason or example to help support your opinion. And we will look at that more closely in the future. But for now, go out and share your opinions with your family and friends. It'll make your conversations more enjoyable and rewarding. All right. So that is it for the post. And appreciate you listening. Again, I'll put a link to that in the show notes so you can follow along. I really recommend that you go to the original post so you can see exactly uh, everything written out that we've gone over today. Also, as I mentioned in the last episode, if you didn't catch it, uh, be sure to join Clubhouse, uh, the new app, which uh, is used for audio chats. And actually, just last night, I held a chat about giving opinions, and we all practiced. And we talked about you know things like uh, favorite ice cream flavors to uh, you know should there be an international language um, to travel. You know, is it is it uh, better to travel by yourself or in a group? So we gave our opinions about those topics and others as well. So make sure you join uh, Clubhouse and make sure to follow me at Al Sensei. And you can join in those conversations as well. All right. So that's going to do it uh, for today. Thanks again for joining and listening and downloading to the English 2.0 podcast. Please share it with a friend, classmate or colleague. And I do appreciate that as always. So until next time, make sure you are always leveling up your learning so that you can level up your life.